world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. It's November 18th, 2020. So a fantastic 2020 finale on that uh, John Oliver show. Did you see that? He burns 220. <laughs> 2020. Just, just blows up the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe we could do the same thing. We could try. So tonight, let's start off a little bit about the coronavirus instead of uh, the politics. Uh, uh, <laughs> that turns me into Ray Romano. Uh, I don't know about it. Uh, nah, nah, ma, nah. <laughs> Ray Romano would be really tortured by uh, quarantine. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you have to watch. Ma, really? Thanksgiving? Again? My house, nah, nah. Trip to fan. They all fall asleep. Dad spills gravy, nah, nah. Mm. One of my favorite actors. Uh, so, uh, and and in so many things, like he had his own huge yeah. TV show, yeah. And then he was happy to play supporting actors in various other shows. He's got range and chops. Range and chops. Okay, yeah. let's start. Uh, first off, uh, we'll start with. Uh, I guess mm. a prayer for a friend of mine. You guys know Jeff Kathan. He's been on the show with us. Mm -hmm. He uh, had, uh, he got coronavirus a couple of weeks ago. Really? And had it pretty bad, uh, but is recovering. And then his wife tested positive. Oh, boy. And she's in the hospital. Oh, that's oh not good. Geez. So, uh, so this mean, this, I don't know how many each of you have, but this is... Now I have a handful of friends, more than one hand, actually, mm -hmm. that have dealt with this, and a few uh, very seriously. And uh, it brings it home a little bit more. Big time. How about you, uh, Ed? Uh, actually, uh, today is the first time that I've not gone into the radio station to do the show because uh, the station has clamped down a quarantine. They have just shut down the station. You're not allowed to go in unless you're an op. They're feeding the ops in because they're the youngest and they're most likely to survive. But the three of the members of the show have tested positive. I now have to go for a test on Thursday. You do? Okay. Wow. Yeah. wow. How about you, Zip? Uh, in, like connected to your friendships and person? My uh, significant other's granddaughter works at a restaurant uh, nearby and... Not who's not... Or anything. <laughs> oh, no. oh, By the way, don't joke about oh, this. He already he already nipped me in the butt on that. Well, <laughs> my bad. That's okay. <laughs> Hooters. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ed. Jeez, okay. I appreciate it. By the way, anyway, she did she get it or did she? Is she? Oh, no, she did. Yeah, she tested positive. Okay, there was a. Yeah. Uh, she works at a restaurant, and I, one of the somebody there. You know, tested, and uh, so they, they've shut the restaurant down for a couple of weeks. She's okay. She's fine. She's, you know, 20, and she's, uh, you know, in good health and stuff, so we're not too worried. But All yeah, the restaurants are shut down. No. Plenty close. Plenty close. So I, I, I thought I'd start out with a little bit, and that didn't sound like it, but I thought I'd start out with a little good news tonight oh. because um, I read something on Breitbart the other day. Uh -huh. about how coronavirus is not that bad. And 
I know you might laugh at that because Breitbart is you know, a well-known right-wing. Y- y- yeah. But, yeah. But I have to tell you, I've been reading, I'm, I've been pretty much only following right-wing news sources lately. Yeah. You guys know I'm a contrarian, so you could probably that, guess why. Yes, you are Don Quixote. <laughs> Bob Quixote. <laughs> why would I only watch right-wing stuff right now? Right. To learn uh, the other paradigm of truth, the that, alternate truth? That's one. That's oppo research. That's one way to think of it, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Zip? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I just, I just, you're just gaslight rivers to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially after dessert. (laughs) Well, let me tell you why. I I, I read something uh, really amazing uh, the other day. uh, And I read, you're right. I read weird bloggers. I, what I get sick of is anything that says the same old thing I can read in 18 different places. Yeah, Yeah. And so I'm always searching for truth mm-hmm. and apparently you have to kiss a lot of frogs <laughs> <laughs> why are there so many guys who like to kiss frogs <laughs> please keep going kermit that's this was your lead in and he learns the other side sometimes he's right wing sometimes a centrist but mostly he can't make up his mind. <laughs> so I'll get to why I really do this. And you guys know me and you'll get it. But mm-hmm. I'm reading this. Uh, there's this blogger I read. Her name is Caitlin Johnstone. Mm-hmm. You ever so heard of her? She's a hottie. She's a hottie. You know that's what gets us. It's not the it's it's the little picture in the corner. That's why we read them in the first place. Oh, you mean the waitress over at Hooters? <laughs> yeah. What a wreck. There's there is something Hi, Ed Kelly. There is something <laughs> reassuring about the fact that all men never get entirely out of the fifth grade. But no, no, no. She's a uh, she's a political writer who writes yes. about America, and she's is she Australian? I think she's Australian. I love that accent and. <laughs> Does it come through in the writing? No. Uh, but she's pretty tinfoil hat. She's, but she's also, she's got a basic premise that mankind needs to get its head out of its bunghole and <laughs> learn to be more empathetic to each other, yeah. you know, and be woke, if I, if I could use that word. But she's not, uh, believe me, she's a flamethrower. So let oh, me, as, as is that culture. I think the down under people are just more forward. Yeah. So let me read you a little bit of a, and this sort of set me off uh, the other day. I think it was last night. Uh-huh. Uh, she wrote this column. It says, it looks like a safe bet that Joe Biden will be sworn in on January 20th after successfully campaigning on returning mm-hmm. the murderous and oppressive, oppressive Orwellian U.S. empire back to its pre-Trump normal. You can tell she doesn't like the U.S. that Well, there's there's some truth in there. There is some truth to that. In fact, the progressives are already complaining about some of Biden's picks, but we'll get to that. Yeah. And we're not a political show. We're a humor and irony and satire show. So maybe we always talk about politics nonetheless. (laughs) And Hooters, too. And Hooters. (laughs) Anyway, so she says the problem is, apart from the fact that it was an embarrassingly close victory only made possible by a pandemic is that returning to the pre-Trump normal is returning to the exact positions which created Trump. 
Yeah. It's like using a time machine to prevent a train wreck, but only going back to one millisecond before the train wreck occurs. Uh-huh. Well, she, she, her point is valid in that. Do you think that we got, do you think that Obama got us Trump? No. Uh, I, I think, the, I, first off, forget about Trump, uh, because this isn't about him. Well, Although we'll say is. his name at least a hundred more times during the show. <laughs> yeah. What it's about is dissatisfaction amongst our populace. Yeah. And what she's saying is Trump couldn't have been elected without that if our society mm-hmm. wasn't under severe angst. And lots of reliable, you know, reliable voters who would always vote Democrat were like, eh, I'm sick of this. And lots of reliable voters who would pick Jeb Bush because his name was Bush and it reminds them of a beer they used to enjoy drinking. <laughs> and it wasn't Billy Beer. Yeah. But, but I mean, in other words, it wouldn't be possible for someone like that to be elected at any other time in our history. And so what she's saying that I really love is that we need to fix ourselves. Uh, we need to uh, be more empathetic to each other. And, and, and here's, there's a whole lot about this. I mean, this election and the Trump election uh, turned out to be that you didn't have to win over a majority. All you had to do was really tick off a segment of the population against another segment. And motivate them to the polls. And because of the electrical, ele- the electrical college, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> Mr. Einstein. <laughs> All right, Edison. <laughs> when I miss a word, I just go for it. Yeah, Double down. You just mangle the hell out of it. <laughs> no, but because of that, and I talked to my son Keith about this, yes. we are now in a situation where 5 million Americans' votes don't count. That, well, they, they count. They just don't count. They have nothing to do with picking a president. No. Imagine if only the Ku Klux Klan could pick a president. Mm-hmm. Their votes counted ten times as much as everybody else. It's scary. On the on the other hand, is the is is that about fixing the electrical electrical college? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Once you say it, you can't cut. <laughs> Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. I think we should just call it that. Well, blanket from now on. Yeah. Well, there's a there's an editorial today. In the New York Times about that. By the way, I've been reading up a frantic storm about about gerum, gerrymandering or about- no? Uh, because here's the thing: what did we hate most about the Trump administration is they were always whining about how everything was unfair to them. Well, everybody does that. Liberals are already doing it. The whole electro- electrical college has to be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the uh, the New York Times editorial today that went along with this form of thinking basically said liberals need to get over it and stop complaining that the system is rigged against them and play to the world the way it is basically i had this like dreamy thought a few weeks ago like if there was no electrical college can you make some sound effects like electricity or something then it would change Republicans because they would actually have to win. You know what I mean? They would have to win over 51% or 51% of, if there was a third-party candidate, whatever it was. No way! So they wouldn't be as far right, right? 
they'd have to change. Yeah. And what this New York Times article was basically saying is, you know what? All of you get your heads out of your asses <laughs> because in order to win an election now, you got to care about all of America. In other words, you not do, just you, the cities. You got to step up. I live in a rural area now. Would I love for Joe Biden and Camelia Harris or whatever her name is? Come on. <laughs> Amelia. Yeah, just teasing. Yeah. And she's uh, got to win the electrical college too. Before but what I love for them to care about something other than cities and, and how stupid are Democrats when, when they want to defund the police. Does, do you know anybody that, that, in the rural areas? They want to do though. Yeah. I accidentally good. hit something again. Hang on. I got to turn this off. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That was monopolizing the conversation. You guys take over. No, no. That was just bad branding on the Democrats' part. I don't believe that they want to defund anything. I want. I think what they want to do is take the money away from the the fancy toys and 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 put it into sensitivity tra training and get the cops back into the neighborhoods where they belong. Mm. One, one on one. One editorial I read said that cost Florida. Defund the police. That anyway, was, I, I don't I don't know who, what kind of a focus group that was, but they were yeah. drinking the ones that came up. Anyway, with that one. I want to start a party, but I want everyone to join. It's going to be called the Kumbaya Hold My Hand Party. <laughs> <laughs> ready, ready? Are you ready, Steve? Yeah. Andy? <laughs> Let's Mick? go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So uh, anyway, the point is, uh, let's stop playing the same old games we always play. And yet, as I turn on the news and as I look at the headlines, you know, it, it's the same. I, I wish it was drastically different. But it's the same. What are games people play now? <laughs> ever not and ever day now. Yeah. Never meaning what they say now. Never meaning what saying what they mean. Never mind. Yeah. I'm fine. Very good. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Zip, do you read a lot of Breitbart? I don't. I don't actually. I uh, I'm a, just a mainstream media consumer, really. A lamestream media. Well, well, I, I don't know. Well, I go. don't know. But wouldn't you be curious to know? Or is it I'm just tired. too stressful? No, <laughs> I got to admit, I'm pretty exhausted. Mm. It's been an exhausting year for sure. Yeah. I I just don't. Um, what it comes down to me, to me, the two-party system and the electrical college. If I <laughs> yes, I call it. Yes, it's just it's kind of. It, I find this in my own work. Whenever I deal on it, if I've got a job which involves a committee of people, mm. you know, it, it it goes to hell. And, you know, it's, it's paralysis that, by analysis, and, and that's what the, that's what the whole system's based on. Wouldn't it be great if you could just be a, a strong leader and tweet out all of your demands that everyone would follow? <laughs> I got you. Oh, yeah, you see what did there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, gaslight yes, river strikes in, again. Yeah, no, but tie that into the the reason you don't want to read anything else because comedy by committee is is killing your your strength or your curiosity. No, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, no, I read a lot of things, but I, I just, um, 
I'm now at a point where I'm just stepping back from it. I've been inundated yes. by so much opinion that masquerades as news, in fact, yes. Yes. that I've, I don't know. I really don't trust a whole lot of sources. Now, did so, that start with infotainment and just morph? Or how did that happen over the course of the last 20, 30 years? Oh, uh, it can't be all Russia's fault. No, it isn't. <laughs> None of this is. I, I, look, finding people to blame. Uh -huh. is silly uh, the, the the collective is responsible we're a democracy we're we're all part we're all on the same team give we're, me somebody to choke bob yeah, i don't I want this logic shit very tribal very human nature yeah uh but no it started uh you know look there's a lot of things that have never changed like i'm watching this show called hell on wheels about the mm -hmm. transcontinental railroads and there's mm -hmm. two railroads competing do you remember this from your history uh, books? I, I do mm -hmm. yeah well um, one of the railroads, which our hero Cullen Bohannon first starts working for, mm -hmm. basically its labor is cheap black labor just recently freed from the shackles of slavery. They call right. them, uh, did they call them freemen or freedmen? I can't remember what they call them in the show, but they had a name for them. And they were slaves, you know, in terms of the glass ceiling, <laughs> they were still mm. poorly paid. They yeah. were cheap labor. And they charged them for everything. Yes. Yeah. Now, the other competing railroad that was going at the same time used Chinamen. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm watching the, and Cullen eventually goes over to the other railroad. I don't want to give too much away if you haven't watched season five yet. But, but when he gets the other, and these are all microcosms of today because yeah, a lot of parallels the world runs on cheap labor labor yeah. and guess where uh we get our slavery uh, from labor china. from in china. the united states yeah. no uh-uh mexico and china no where jeff bezos <laughs> <laughs> well in america <laughs> yes tennessee yes arkansas is stan well, well that's true <laughs> the, yeah. no the, the appalachian area is yeah. uh, brutal so we have our third world uh, labor here in America. And those mm. people are pissed. Um, they don't want to, you know, they want to make more money. Waiters um, and waitresses that work for only tips, which is a holdover from slavery. Yes. Yeah. And of course, a China, of course. Uh, but, uh, but the world always looks for cheap labor to do the hard stuff so mm. that the big businesses can make money. Well, the feeling in America now in all rural areas is that the city is the plantation owner. Mm. And rural is the plantation. Get it? Mm. <sighs> well, I can see where that model would come about, yeah. Where the great jobs, where the great paychecks are, where the billionaires are. Mm -hmm. There's no billionaires out here in uh, Proctorsville, Vermont. None. <laughs> well, I think the computer, the digital age, has hastened the death knell for small business in general don't you mm. think and the lack of really any kind of antitrust regulation mm. well they, oh, yeah they got it way out the plantation owners don't have to follow the rules <laughs> no, but please stay with is, the please stay with the premise yeah but zip's point is well taken yeah, though absolutely we, yeah. they, they got out in front of their skis as did the railroads yeah if you remember your history so and it's human nature. had a lot to the steel barons had a lot to do with that too no. And those at the very tippy top believe the law doesn't apply to them. 
We've and in all, many ways, it doesn't. It doesn't. We've had a four-year civics lesson in that. They, yeah, they buy influence and they flaunt, they flout the law. So, anyway, I, I I started off by saying I saw a story on Breitbart, which I thought would get your goat because it's a right-wing propaganda site. But I started reading this story and I went, "Huh? All right, I got to fact check this." Because every time <laughs> someone sends me something. You fact and they're you know my right wing friend and I go fact check it and then I show them see this part was false this part was that and it's missing yeah, and that. that's the thing that it's never completely true or false it's always yes. somewhat true somewhat false misleading <laughs> yes. you know it's always but these then little categories that piss me off but right here's away. the thing it's really easy to fact check the other side yeah fact check yourself do you thing. fact check yourself of course I not. do actually I trust that. Rachel Mad Cow with my mm, life. No, 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 no. Okay, you do check because uh, I check both too. I, I have, yeah, and 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 I've caught the Dems in 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 like just sleight of hand. It's it's what they don't say more than yes. than stating false. That's stuff. the best propaganda. And, yes, and I hear it on NPR. I hear it on Rachel Mad Cow. As <laughs> a, she, mm. you guys, that was my neighbor. Her. I had a conservative neighbor who called her Mad Cow, Rachel Mad Cow, yeah. and he hated her. Uh, and, and she is despised. Why. I mean, she has. She needs an armed guard to get her back and forth. Does she? And yeah. yeah, you know who was her uh, early mentor and fan? Roger Ailes. Yeah, yeah. See, the, people the don't creep. realize that, that <laughs> Donald Trump was a Democrat. Uh, that that it's all just a game. Anyway, I'm reading this story on Breitbart, and it said, "There's a couple of them actually." Because now I've I actually found a story and I researched it, and it was a hundred percent accurate. How about that? I was like, how did they, did one of their editors fall asleep? How did they let 100%? <laughs> you know, on every, but every side has dedicated journalists that are, that are true to their craft. I think so. So anyway, here's the article. It says, CDC data shows high virus survival rate, 99% plus for ages 69 and younger, and 94.6% for ages 70 and older. And I went, this has got to be twisted somehow. And I'm like, I'm sure they're like, they're going to show opinions. They're not going to link to any. And they linked to the CDC. It's called the COVID-19 pandemic planning scenario. And by the way, here, if you want to hide something from the public, make it longer than a tweet. Oh yeah. By a lot. <laughs> Make it look like the fine print in a credit yeah. card contract. No bullet points allowed. Nope. Make it, and I had to read four pages <laughs> before I got to the graph. That the, and then when I saw the graph, I was like, that can't be right. And so uh, it's- You'll never see me clicking four times. That would <laughs> exhaust right. No way. Me. It's exhausting. Bob, <laughs> by the way, did you, did you di dissect their extrapolation process <laughs> for yes. the- so, in other words, no one, but the folks at Breitbart not only read it, but they quoted it accurately. And what it is, and I'd had, you know, it's funny, I'd had another right-wing friend tell me this stuff, and I was like, well, I have to look into that. I never deny when someone no. says something. No. I say, let me fact check it. Mm -hmm. And the way they present the facts, the CDC now, and by the way, I'm no huge fan of the CDC, the no way, you don't need a mask, masks don't do any good, yeah. CDC. Yeah, they're a political organization, too. But this parameter value table gives five scenarios, and they are all estimates, much like radio ratings. Guesstimates, yeah. And they tell you why they're <laughs> estimates and what are the assumptions of each one. Mm -hmm. 
They do not use the term case fatality ratio. Do you know what the case fatality ratio is? Yes, it's the, it's the, the, the factor of the number of people who die versus the number of cases. Exactly. But that's the number of diagnosed cases. Ah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The number of infections is an unknown. You can That's only, correct, because people are, are asymptomatic. Right. You can only estimate. And uh, they, uh, there are scientific ways to make good estimates. Oh, yeah. And, Jeez, uh, this kind of sounds like the old school Arbitron way of Very much like radio <laughs> ratings, by the way. And that's where we learned that the <laughs> estimates have a, you know, a margin of error plus or minus 100%. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, what if it's like the pollsters? Then we're screwed. However, <laughs> the CDC, you know, this is their bread and butter. So they're going to, they may not be accurate, but they're going to do the best they can. Yeah. And so here is, now the case fatality ratio in the United States, I look it up once a week or so because I have to use it in conversation with weird people. Wow. Do you know what it is? I don't know. Do you read actuarial tables on the beach? No. Uh, okay. No, and I and I I look at like eighteen different sources. I'm a retired. Let me get guy. out my abacus yeah. and have a look. <laughs> I'm a retired guy with a tinfoil hat and lots of time that's, in his hands. That's right, and it's totally curious. So uh, the current case fatality ratio, and I may be a tenth of a point off uh, because it changes, was at either two point three or two point four percent. And what that what that means? Yeah, is if a hundred people are diagnosed positive. 2.3 or 2.4 out of that 100 will die. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty frightening. Especially <laughs> terrifying. With the, yeah, with the number of cases we have. However, yeah. it is estimated, and these are estimates, and by Our the way, the mileage may vary. The estimates range between 10 and 70% based on different numbers you could plug in, mm -hmm. but the accepted average is 40% of COVID-19 cases are asymptomatic. Mm -hmm. The infection fatality rate based on the amount of people they think have been infected, and by the way, this data comes from studies in China, not the US, because we're too busy putting out fires. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't studied large numbers of population. But the infection fatality rate for people 70 years and above and it's funny the way they list it. 0 0.054. That's a pretty small number if you're tipping someone at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but what it means is 5.4%. One would be everyone dies, right? Yeah. 0 0.054 means 5.4% if you're 70 and older. Now, that's it's bad. That is devastatingly high. Devastatingly high if you're over yeah. 70. Yeah. For our age range, mm -hmm. 50 to 69. And if you know anything about s statistics, yeah. you know that choosing which range you're going to do is <laughs> <laughs> like the polls. It's yeah. a strategic decision. Of course it is. But for our, and the three of us are all in that age range, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You yes. haven't cracked 69 yet, have you? No, I'm two years out. Ah. What do you think it is? How many percent? The mortality rate. In other words, if you get the infection, not if you get a diagnosis, but if you get it, what do you think your chance of croaking is? 
a third of that previous number. Yeah, it's less. It's actually 0. 0.005, so it is a half a percent. So as I'm reading this, I'm thinking, did Breitbart make up a, a phony CDC.gov website? Because is it that low? Because that's pretty low. And I'm, I don't want to be one of those people that says, so call the relatives and say, Thanksgiving's back on. <laughs> <laughs> it's low in a sense. For example, if a hundred, let's say 200 people get it, right? picture 200 people in a room between the age of 50 and 69, one of you dies. Mm -hmm. And it's an estimate, by the way, under different scenarios, it's a little higher, maybe up to 1%. Can it be the consultant? It could be the consultant we hired. <laughs> right. It's a government agency. Please. But still. That goddamn tap scan machine got me again. <laughs> but it's a but but the point I'm making is Yes. Would you get on a cruise if you with two hundred people if you knew one of them was gonna die, or would you stay home? Um I'm chicken shite. I I tend to err I'm not uh, paranoid. I, I have been out. But on a cruise, which is is no. No. Cruises, cruises. You could die of anything from legionnaires to Everything. food poisoning. You get a lot of the diseases. Yeah, yeah. as if you I'm wouldn't. Big, I've never been on a cruise. I don't know that I'll ever go on a cruise. So, this is the argument that many on the right, and you know, I, I don't, I don't say that pejoratively. No, I know. Use. I know what you're going for. They say basically, look. You can't shut everything down for the sake of that smaller percentage. Right. And I said this in the spring, by the way. I said, maybe we're going to come to a place where we should protect the vulnerable and get everybody else back to work and have... Vac you, have you, you did, but you don't want to run for crap. <laughs> I don't need to run for anything, no. That's right. So guess what? If you're 20 to 49 years old... You're laughing. It's 0. 0.0002, which is two-tenths of one percent. And that's the problem. We're all two tenths over this whole thing. If you're zero to nineteen, mm. add another zero point yeah, zero you, zero 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 three. Basically, I'm even, yeah. so the right the right wing Breitbart article. Uh, by the way, the article was really very well written. You really have fun reading the comments. Mm. Oh yeah, those are <laughs> those are the best. They're the best. And uh, I can give you a couple of them. Here. That's when the gloves come off, boy. They do. Most knew it was a courage. scam when all this BS started in March. Well-read yeah. patriots knew this was spreading around since last November, probably earlier. It was If this was so massive and deadly, it would have been easily noticed early on. It took four months for action. Uh, and everybody else, we knew it was bullcrap all along. They didn't actually read the study. They, what they did is, this was smart of Breitbart. They saw numbers that began with 0 0.005, and they went, that's yeah. nothing. Yeah. Without moving the decimal point. Well, yeah. so it is said if you can make people seem small and less than human, that's how slavery and bigotry get hold and fascism. Mm -hmm. So the teensy tiny number uh, was what it was. Uh, so, 
Yeah, go ahead, sir. I was just going to say, so when you hear these god-awful stories of like that younger Broadway actor who had a leg amputated and then finally yeah. passed away, right? are, are they all, do, are there numbers that say these guys had compromised immuno systems? The, or was the word anecdotal comes to mind. Well, yeah. was there some extenuating circumstance or do people, does it, is it just arbitrary? Sometimes it kills you, sometimes just nothing. So I don't know, is that, well, know. here's what I can say. Once you humanize one person, all of a sudden their life is important. <laughs> yes. But if that guy is only part of point zero zero three, fuck him. Yeah. So I went green was right on the money. I, I apologize mean, for crazy. the uh, profanity, but I couldn't think of anything more accurate. It's people. <laughs> <laughs> Just heard them all. Get all those old folks out in that pasture. Quick. Totally Get them the out of the barn. And, and in a way, by the way, yeah. This, if you're wondering why the election was so close, this is uh, this is a human moral dilemma that we always face. Uh, for example, how many people does ice cream kill? And Zip, you may want to hide while we talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are not a friend, oh, Bob Rivers. Oh, man. Go ahead. <clears throat> we all might want to hide. How many people does sugar kill? It kills them slowly. No, sugar's and the normal mess. flu and cigarette yeah. smoking. And um, cigarettes yes. kill 400,000 people a year. Vice, vices kill. So, in other words, basically, these are new people that weren't going to die. But then, and I believe Rush Limbaugh said this or uh, one of the right-wingers said it. But they were on their last legs anyway. And how ironic for Rush Limbaugh of all people. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that, that, those chickens came home to roost. <laughs> well, <laughs> but the question is, are older lives that are almost completely lived worth less than babies? Well, you heard all those stories in the first spike where they were got to a point where they started having to make those decisions on who to yeah, give who the to let live. And, and the younger people they took care of, absolutely. <clears throat> i tell you what, if I'm 92... And there's some 40-year-old that needs a bed. I'd be like, I had a good ride. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I, yeah. But it would be hard good. to say with the ventilator on, so maybe I wouldn't get it out. <laughs> you <laughs> might change your mind when they came, yeah. when they came with <laughs> the, Theoretically, to turn off the tabs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've also flipped this around in my thoughts. Oh. If these numbers were exactly the same, except that the 1.5% was children zero to 19. And the House and the Senate was 0. .0001. <laughs> <laughs> would it have even made the new, no, of course it would, because it would be babies, right? Mm. Yeah. So that's what we're, the discussion is about the value of a human life. Yeah, but babies are only valuable at election time when they can <laughs> kiss right. them. That, yes, why kindergartens are not well funded. So right. it's the value of a human life in a civilized society, each human life. And, you know, we have political parties. One seems to claim that human life is hugely valuable from conception. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Um, I agree with that, although mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on the fence because I don't want me telling women what they have to do with their bodies has never gone well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to really ridicule me for saying that. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> nah, You've been ridiculed. Okay. Yeah. Silent ridicule. It's an IOU note for a ridicule. <laughs> so, we're anyway. Sa- we're saving up. <laughs> Bank that one, will you, Ed? Yeah, I will. You. I'm not okay. doing it already. <laughs> you owe me a ridicule. But those are real numbers. And yeah. uh, it's fascinating. Well, now that you brought up abortion. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean to. Anyway. Yeah, oh, so let's get Move to the good news. Head. The vaccines are here. Almost. Well, yeah. And, uh, and I understand that Dolly Parton. She did. She a, up. funded one of the vaccines. Uh, a million, a million bucks. That's a she, nice start. She put yeah. into the research. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, it turns out she gave a million bucks to coronavirus vaccine research, mm-hmm. which supported the development of the Moderna vaccine, which is 95% protection, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Once it gets approved by the FDA, I'll, I'll, I'll join in the awesome chorus. But oh. until that happens, I'm worried about the politics behind it. Oh, I'm less worried about that now. I don't know why. Is this her singing a song about it? Ed, the Dolly's vaccine song? No, it's just a little intro piece. You can talk for three seconds, let her sing. You have another okay. three seconds, and then you can talk. All, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'll, I'll be the announcer if Ed doesn't okay. want to do it. Ready? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Dolly Parton vaccine, has created a vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine, <laughs> vaccine. I spent my money shot. for the common good. Give me another shot, Doc. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Go get your shot, then go to Dollywood. <laughs> your turn, Bob. I don't know. That's beautiful. And I just talk over the uh, the wonderful three pick in bed. <laughs> I, for some reason, I, I found myself reading an article about Dolly Parton recently. Uh-huh. I, I go into nostalgic. Moods where I want to like whatever happened to, and Dolly's doing well. She's got so a you husband. Have, are she you, have you seen the documentary? Have you not seen oh, it? I have not. Is there a documentary? Oh, it's it's the best. Mm. I'm telling you, you she you is an up. astounding woman. I yeah, mean, she really is. She special. is something else. It's a different planet. She is something. Yeah. Well, how about a that? Forest. Giving a million bucks. She's worth a lot of money too, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh, she's yeah. just she's a one of the smartest business women I uh, goes all the way back to the early days. Yep. Porter Wagner. It's pretty interesting. It's really I interesting. I still remember the TV ads. The towels we use, but you can't buy them. You can only get them in boxes of breeze. The towels we use. Yeah. <laughs> a great recollection. A cannon bath towel with every box of detergent. Oh, <laughs> the good old days. And the, and the amount of space that it took up where the detergent should have been paid for more than the towel. It was cheaper to put the towel in there. <laughs> Oh, Probably man. ended up a dish rag. Oh, uh, anybody geez. in the show going to a Thanksgiving gathering? I am. You are? I am. How many people? Uh, well, I've got a friend, uh, Dave, who has a pre-family get-together for his friends because in- inevitably the family thing turns into a Donnybrook. <laughs> so uh, he just uh, he has his own peaceful get-together, and he has a, a very large house. 
and uh, a back lanai, as the parents used to call it. It's kind of a screened-in porch, and it's got a heater out there. Uh, a, a so be sort of stove. convincing yourself you're outside. Um, well, I don't, uh, depends on the temperature. I mean, you know, I'm, I will probably mask up inside the house. Okay. For the most part. Zip. Nothing, right? Um, well, we, uh, now oh, that no. Jeannie actually tested, not, did not test positive. She got, went and got tested just to be sure. Right. And her uh, test came back literally uh, 24 hours. So we probably will, uh, we'll go have dinner, uh, with her daughter. And the affected granddaughter. Oh, it it will by by that time be uh, be beyond the quarantine quarantine phase. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, okay, maybe that's risky. I don't know. What do you? So guys you're going out? You know what? Every time I feel this way about a friend, the next thing I'm talking about him, he's putting someone in the hospital. So I'm not gonna <laughs> say anything. Now, Jeff's wife, uh, it, uh, and how old is she? Is she in a? She's younger uh, than Jeff because, of course, he can. <laughs> she's hot like Dolly that's, Parton in that's a way. just disgusting <laughs> and he's a drummer you know drummers yeah. get their pick uh, yeah. no they're old friends um, but uh, yeah I mean she's younger uh, basically if I were looking at that CDC article I, I wonder if I was younger would I just go for it I don't know I'm not going anywhere Lisa and I are going to make dinner here Mm-hmm. We're also improving our PPE. I well, I don't want to hear about your flow. This is a podcast. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's a different pill. <laughs> okay. the, uh, <laughs> the other day, uh, before all of this really got crazy, yeah. I searched and believe it or not, some actual N95 masks were available for the public to buy again. Really? But, yeah, because it was put- online for what, 10 bucks a piece? No, for uh, three bucks. Which wow. is about what they normally cost. Right. And I ordered the uh, 3M, uh, the one that's highly recommended for hospitals. Mm-hmm. And I ordered, what did I get, 40 of them? Because oh, I, we got four months coming right. of craziness before we uh, like start lobbying for our vaccine place in line. You know, <laughs> I heard that if you have American Express and you belong to a fan club of the vaccine, they let you in for tickets first. <laughs> That's oh, that's man. that's fake news, Bob. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, but no, I'm exp- so I've been stocking up not on toilet paper. Yeah, because we have one of those bidet <laughs> toilets. We never we never went for the toilet paper. Cr- oh, by the uh, way, there is a toilet paper bit though, right? Yeah, people who bought so much toilet paper in March mm-hmm. that they still have plenty. Station presents Real American Douchebags. Real American Douchebags. Today, we salute you, guy who's still wiping with toilet paper he hoarded in April. Still wiping with toilet paper he hoarded in April. When you sit down to relieve yourself, you're relieved that you're still sitting on 548 packs of TP that you have left over from the 27 packs you bought back at the start of the pandemic. You have more inventory than a grocery store. Think you could spare a square? No, he doesn't have a square to spare. So when you use a coffee filter to clean things out, (laughs) raise your cardboard tube and salute to the man who cleaned out the store many moons ago. He's the guy who's still wiping with toilet paper he hoarded in April. A real American douchebag. The guy who's still wiping with toilet paper he hoarded in April. You're a regular doomsday prepper of the (laughs) two-ply. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ. Awesome. Let, 
Let me readjust the level of bar of the show here. Take it. I especially love when the when the line doesn't fit at all, and they jam it. They just sing it no matter. Okay. Here's another. Uh oh. Coming soon to the Hallmark Channel. She's a city girl who voted for Biden, and he's a country boy who loves Trump. Happy holidays. Um, you mean Merry Christmas. While the country is divided, their hearts become united. You stole my heart like Biden stole the election. You've got my heart in a cage like a kid at the border. Because despite their differences, they compromise on one thing to save the relationship. Let's just agree not to meet each other's families. Sounds like a deal. I make great deals. Oh, you're deplorable. Grab me by the... Oh, just kiss me. <laughs> Make America love again. Only on the Hallmark Channel. That's beautiful. Oh, I, need a, I need a Kleenex now. That is awesome. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, I suppose we should talk a little bit about the status of the election. It's, it's risky because... Well, Michigan didn't confirm today. It was a 2-2 push. That, there was a big, that was a big deal, by the way. And, oh, yeah. and the story changed... In the last two hours, now, yes, they did, did confirm. Did. did you not? Oh, see? they didn't. No, no, it's, yes, it's reversed. Yeah, yeah. It's reversed. Oh, so yeah, it was it was a, a victory for Trump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was a short-lived. It was the victory for Trump was long enough for him to tweet. Okay. So here's then, what happened. Oh, tell me. Uh, let's see. How are you in Vermont telling me what's going on in Michigan? In Michigan? Because I'm <laughs> yeah. an obsessive compulsive. You are OCD. I read You're something. The poster of, boy. But you know what I did today? I kept sure. refreshing my browser to look uh, for new stories. Yeah. When he's not in the tire swing on Walton <laughs> Mountain, he's on his computer. So Good night, Bond boy. Good night, Jim Bag. <laughs> well, all right. There's a couple ways to look at this. If you don't like Trump, yeah. and I don't, um, <laughs> you get to watch him lose over and over again. It's awesome, you know? Until he doesn't. Yeah, but no. Uh, look, when Breitbart, I look, I went to part of why I went to Breitbart today mm-hmm. because I went to the Breitbart page to see if they were pushing the stolen election. Here are their trending stories. Yeah, uh, twenty twenty results fight, which doesn't say anything about doesn't take a side. Mm-hmm. China virus, Democrat oh. city unrest. You got to do that. Hollywood hate. And EU lockdowns, those <laughs> menu items at the top. And President Trump fires top election cybersecurity official because yeah. he said it was the most secure election ever. Yeah. But, but there's nothing there about how the election was stolen. And seriously, here are their headlines. Illegal alien avoids death penalty. Pleads guilty to murdering Ron Singh. A man with flamethrower stands on top of New York City bus, fires at public. That's... <laughs> Senator Chuck Grassley tests positive for coronavirus. Oh, I thought you said it was Senator Chuck Grassley because he's a flamethrower. No. Rush Limbaugh, Josh Hawley is the real deal. Iran debuts homegrown rapid coronavirus test. Iran is kicking our ass in coronavirus tests. How about that? But uh, but you see, I, I went there thinking, you know, all the ways the election was stolen would be all over the front page. It's crickets. Yeah. Carl Rove, crickets. The only the only reason Republicans are not coming out against Trump 
is because they still need his voters. Yeah. They still need uh, Do your Mitch McConnell. We'll politely wait until all the lawsuits. <clears throat> and- oh, that, that's the absolute truth. They'll <laughs> wait until the president has exhausted his every asshole move. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, so this is, I'm one of those people, I don't know if you are, that like when the elections, not the election, when the Super Bowl's a blowout, and it's like 50, remember the, uh, when the New England Patriots back in our day lost to the Chicago Bears like 52 well, to 6 or something like that? Back in their day, the New England Patriots lost to everybody. They did. Yeah. And actually back in our new, new day right now with Cam Newton. But I, I'm the type of person that you could be crushed 52 to 6 and there's like a minute and a half left to the game. Mm-hmm. And I would still watch. And I, I just watch the losing team to see what they'll be like. Are they going to just try a Hail Mary, even though there's no chance? Well, the Lions did, and it worked. <laughs> it can. No. Yeah. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, the Trump thing is pretty much done. What happened in uh, Detroit, which isn't even on the Breitbart page, by the way. Wow. Is that um, there was a 2-2 deadlock in the most populous county. Mm-hmm. Where county, right? There's two Democrats and two Republicans, and the Democrats... Uh, you know, said, let's certify the results, and the Republicans uh, said no. And um, th- that was the huge news bulletin, that it was not mm. going to get certified. And then, uh, like an hour or two later, they got together and they agreed to a compromise. And the compromise was they would, there were a couple of votes they weren't sure of, not enough to change the election. Right, that was the And they agreed that they would have a forensic later to check it out to make sure nothing went wrong. Hmm. Boom, done. Who's banging on their mic, by the way? Oh, that's that it. He's a drummer. Me. I was just thinking. Yes. Used to, by the way, when we used to do a radio show, yeah. I, I'd listen to air checks back and I'd hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good yeah. wipeout for a non Yes, I was going to say it was wipeout. Yes. I recognize I hurt it. myself. Yes, yes. In reversal, GOP officials in key Michigan counties wow. certify ballot count after striking compromise with Democrats. Mm. Republican appointees reversed their initial refusal. And uh, the unexpected twist came after the four-member Wayne County Board of Canvassers had deadlocked on the day of the deadline. A move President Trump quickly celebrated on Twitter as a beautiful thing. Uh-huh. Again, he's playing Glenn Close. Glenn Close. In what was that movie again? He's boiling Fatal Attraction. Yeah. Fatal Attraction. Yeah. He jumped up out of the bathtub with a knife and then he fell back <laughs> in and Nightmare on Pennsylvania Avenue. It's like the last 30 seconds of an NBA game when the yeah. team is down by 12, right? Yes. And they keep fouling people and shooting yeah. three-pointers. That's yeah. what it is. It's really I'm not going to be ignored. <laughs> so, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it, I'm no worries about it. I worry more about us than getting along with our friends. I, I worry about more about the, what happens between now and uh, January on, on the world stage. Yeah, um... I think that I wouldn't worry. I, of course, look, um, tweeters got a tweet, right? And a haters got a hate. Yeah, uh, there was talk uh, that he was looking into uh, firing some missiles into Iran. 
Because mm -hmm. he wants so to, you, you know, he, first off, he he's going to have a legacy. Yeah. By the way, if I'm Trump, here's my plan. I solved the coronavirus. Those vaccines were mine. <laughs> That's right. right. Under my watch. Uh, promises made, promises kept. I did yeah. everything. Yeah. I built a huge, beautiful wall. No one's going to check. Both those <laughs> both those companies had nothing to do with warp speed, by the way. Both yeah. Moderna. Oh, Moderna yeah. and see, Pfizer, really? Neither one. But not that's a, not, not that that's not entirely true. That's slightly oh, misleading. Fact yeah. check. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually, I read this fact check too. But I'll let you take it, Ed. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that uh, the reason that that uh, Pfizer went ahead in, with the uh, verve that they did is because they knew that about the billions set aside. <clears throat> excuse me, to purchase the vaccines should they come mm, up with. But right. they never pulled they never pulled a penny out of that fund. Yeah, neither of them oh, took okay. government yeah. money, but they right. both have contracts with the government that assure they'll make a lot of money. Right. So and the incentive well, yeah, the incentive is of course the government needs the vaccines. But Blue Boy's always gonna believe the spin. <laughs> <laughs> well that's right. <laughs> but and the, good now on that's you. a perfect example of yes dissecting the facts and what so they how, what they leave out what the what the what the dems right. leave out yeah. right yeah. and we all need to do this i think we all need to it's more important that you fact check yourself and yeah. what you believe and then also important to fact check others but telling other people they're wrong yeah sets off a tribal response big time that you know usually and how many times isn't it, that, if, if you're just, just going to say, isn't there, <laughs> isn't there a difference between a lie and context on a particular situation? Do you know what I mean? Taken out of context. I could give you eight different answers to that, which should answer <laughs> the question. <laughs> but, but, but he'll excerpt one and yeah. play it back next week. <laughs> Today, Dr. Fauci uh, was doing this New York Times. Uh, and again, I get these by my thing. Dr. Fauci is going to be live talking to yes. the New York Times. Watch if you want. I'm like, sure, I'll watch. Or I could just call Ed, but I'll watch. <laughs> and so it starts yeah. off with this New York Times reporter asking Dr. Fauci questions. And they were, you know, they were very, the questions you'd Soft expect. Balls. How long is it going to take before everybody gets yeah. the vaccine? Yeah. And um, anyway, they asked a few softball questions. And then all of a sudden, Dr. Fauci was, and this happens on Zoom calls. He was like, mm -hmm. uh, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? And then the New York Times guy was like, yeah, I hear you fine. He goes, I can't hear you. And then the people in the background, you could hear them running around, and someone was like tripped on a cable. And, oh, boy. and then the next thing you hear is like someone down the hall talking, uh, which you know that uh, an F-bomb is going to get in there. I'm straining uh -huh. for it. Mm -hmm. And and the guy was like, "This is embarrassing. I can't believe it." I said, well, it's a Zoom call. This kind of stuff happens all the time. You're the New York Times. Yeah. Anyway, uh, at one point, the reporter was kind of embarrassed because he's twisting in the wind, and he goes, "Could you guys put up some sort of a graphic, and we'll be right back as soon as we can?" <laughs> <laughs> and so, just like the old television days, yes. When they would put up a thing, technical difficulties, we'll be back yeah, as soon as stand, we can. Please stand by. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm laughing at this. Uh -huh. And then they come back, and now they can't hear the news guy, but they can oh, hear Fauci. <laughs> you know, put up the graphic the again. Took all the rail is, on the board. <laughs> all this is going on. And then finally they got back. You know, yeah. someone got fired. And, uh, and they talked to him for a while. And basically what he said, he was asked a really basic question about 
when will life get back to normal? Yeah. And, and he was like, I'm not going to give you a sound bite. And then he proceeded to do what the CDC did in their, in their description. He proceeded to give a long answer to put you to sleep mm-hmm. so that you couldn't take a sound bite out of it. And then the New York Times could analyze it and write a story. Right. Hmm. But that's the way we are. We are so impatient. Well, yeah, and not only that, we, we just want to parrot our, our sides. Yes. Uh, uh, sound bites are their, their talking points. It's, however, it's so, so, so much easier. However, we make our living with sound bites, so let me tell you. Yeah. I told Lisa back last March, she was mm-hmm. like, when are we going to be able to go see the grandchildren? And I said, next April, your birthday, April 6th. Mm-hmm. She was like, what? They're saying two weeks. Yes, I know. We're not going to go to an Easter Mass. We're not going to go to the 4th of July. We're not going to go to concerts this <laughs> summer. I mean, I was just like watching everybody. And Pence uh, wrote an article, uh, an editorial, I believe the Wall Street Journal in June, saying there will be no second wave. That's Pence. And oh, I'm like, an no, it's, it's not. Look, it, 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 it's science. There is a second wave. A third wave believe is it the third no or we i mean could, the second major you wave. can make like the 80s and call it new wave <laughs> <laughs> don't, do, don't do that again i can't i can't fit into that neon shit anymore <laughs> what's the matter with the clothes i'm wearing billy joel tried to do a new wave song yeah. it's all rock and roll to, yeah. me. to me all right getting punchy that's all right yeah. i understand and spike has not connected with us tonight i sent him an invite He's invited every time, but oh. he has a life. Yes, he does. And a wife. <laughs> that too. And one of those things is very demanding. <laughs> or both. <laughs> All right. oh. Let's take it home. What else do we have? Um, a Massachusetts man found a mortar round buried in his backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? about this? <laughs> no, he did not. No. Where was it? Westboro. The Westboro police. Uh, Westboro? That's yeah. one town over. Jesus. Uh, authorities in Massachusetts summoned to the home of a man who made an unusual discovery while doing yard work, an apparent mortar round. Westboro Police Department said officers responded alongside personnel from the fire department on Sunday. Guy was doing work in his backyard. He called 911, dug up an object that resembled a bomb. Bomb squad came transported the device to a safe location where it was detonated. So it was still a, it was still a live bomb. It's a live bomb. And it's probably wow. from WW2 or something. The origins of the device and how it came to be buried in his yard are still unknown. Hmm. The gentleman became concerned when he saw this is not a toy snapped on the <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, or Thomas <laughs> Edison Japs, yeah. invented what? What did Thomas Edison invent? The light bulb, right? Yes, but guess what? He also invented Christmas lights. He did. He did. Edison's Christmas lights were initially not Christmas lights. Technically, they were New Year's lights strung up around his New Jersey laboratory on New Year's Eve in 1879. Okay. They were within view of a nearby railroad the passengers marveled at the pretty lights. Hmm. The notoriously unsentimental Edison was just showing off, 
trying to win a bid to supply Manhattan with electricity. Mm-hmm. It worked, but the public was still wary of the Devil's Fire. Remember they the called it The Devil's back? Fire, they that, did. That's 18, 18, 1882. Yeah. Oh, don't go near that. That's the Devil's Fire. <laughs> Edward Hibbert Johnson was Edison's basically PR guy. It is. Edward Hibbert Johnson. So he put the string of lights on a Christmas tree instead of the yes. candles to display yes. it in a prominent window, that, and that, that caught yeah. on. And it did. And it served millions and millions and uh, burned down many homes. Because it was, after all, the devil's fire. Never, never disagreed with that. It's a little like listening to a drummer play on the mic when you're trying to do a radio show. There he was, sparking away in the corner. I said, I said stop checking your shorts, Edison. It's disgusting. <laughs> And now, you know yeah. the rest right. Right. of the story. <laughs> I have two more kicker stories, but I don't know if I should bother. Should I? What's in Edison shorts that day? Yes. Oh, man. Um, here's one you would not expect. Drunk ex- history. Here's one you would not expect to be true. <laughs> did you know that mouth- mouthwash kills COVID-19? I did know that. In 30 seconds, in a wow. laboratory. Oh, really? Don't bring it to the bar. <laughs> Listen, of course. When it's got I was alcohol. thirteen, those were shooters yeah. to me. Uh, <laughs> Amazon.com. I woke up to this this morning. Huge story. Didn't get a lot of play. Amazon launches online pharmacy. Yeah, oh, yeah, the pill pack thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be huge, by the way. And if huge. If there's one thing Jeff Bezos does, is basically murder. Small, small uh, stores and oh, and yeah. take all their profits. Yeah, yeah, he promises savings up to eighty percent off generic brands for prime customers not paying with insurance. Ooh. Oh, Lord. Wow! Uh, and Zip, you uh, can I talk about your insurance preferences? Oh, what do you mean? As far oh the you don't have RX Part thing? D. You basically buy I your own prescriptions know. using a discount prescription. I have place. very very few. I don't. Yeah, I yeah. mean other than. Other than, the, other than the sildenafil, if I can use its <laughs> non-brand name. Other than the Oxycontin, Dilaudid, and yeah. the stuff that killed Elvis, I don't get anything. Nothing. He bought oh. blue diamonds. Oh. Uh, Kudos no, to no, Jeff yeah. Bezos. He needs more money. Yes. And Jesus. All the, antitrust, antitrust. Yeah. When does it stop? All you small-town pharmacies, sorry. Jesus. That's it. Jesus. All grains my ass. All right. Uh, and I got to play this one more time because the election's really almost over. When will you yeah. consider it over, by the way? When does the buzzer ring? January 20th or when... It's like December 15th that the Electoral College votes. and it's uh, As soon as Joe fires up the printing presses for the new money. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be it. In the meantime, enjoy the last few seconds of overtime. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, listen to the bullshit. Whoa, whoa, listen to the bullshit. Time. Whoa, whoa, listen to the bullshit. Whoa, whoa. The Bob and Zip Show.
My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.